0: Live from an undisclosed location, it is Talk Is War with your hosts, Alpha Z. Hades, Switchblader. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. It is November 12th, and it is my 19th birthday. Thank you all to Woo! my fans. And oh, you know, you know it. It's all right. Birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Happy birthday, Chizzy. Uh, you know, Happy you know, birthday, Chizzy.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Thank you. Thank you, guys. So, um... If uh, To all of our warriors out there, if you want to send in birthday wishes, we have a Facebook page now. So, uh, again, thank you all, friends, family, been telling me happy birthday and whatnot. Thank you all. So, I'm um, going to go ahead and take it into the show. We have a very special guest here. Our friend Beefcake is here. He is a very good friend of ours and a wrestling fan. So, everyone, please welcome Scott Beefcake. So- all right, Beefcake. Welcome to the studio. How you doing today, brother?
1: Good man. Good that's, to be here. That's
0: good to hear. Um, you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? You have any favorite pro wrestlers? Any favorite promotions? Uh, I watch a lot of WWE, New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor. Favorite wrestlers are probably uh, Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor. Oh, they're good. Kenny Omega. Good. A lot on the indie scene especially. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what do you say, Beefcake? You ready to go to the war? Let's do it. All right. Let's go ahead and take it into the start of our show. Uh, Going into the news of the wrestling world. Uh, During last night's ICW Fight Club event, the company surprised the fans in attendance at Glasgow, Scotland, with an appearance from WWE superstar Killian Dane. Uh says that uh, the Sanity member was more than excited to uh, showcase his talent once more to the ICW people. And um, I will say this. I do like Killian Dane. I think it's incredible that he made it to ICW, especially him being on the indie scene for so long, you know. But um, what the hell, you know? Like, who has time to just go to Scotland, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Apparently... Dame does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. But you know, okay. What do you think? Switchblader. Want to comment on that? No, mm. no, nothing. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so that was that was pretty interesting. I think. Um, says here that WWE 205 Live superstar uh, Mustafa Ali shared a picture of himself with his daughter from the Evolve 116 event, claiming that he told her that the dreams start off in places like that. Um, it says that uh, the Venue was the first indie show that he attended back in 2002, and he now returns uh, just days before Survivor Series in his Cruiserweight Championship match.
1: I actually saw the match there, like, watched the video, and I couldn't believe who he faced. He faced Will Ospreay. Really? Yes. Yeah. Um, aerial
0: Assassin Will yeah, Ospreay.
1: Wow. He literally um, he posted a thing on Twitter saying, in about a day we do it again, and it's a picture of him and Will Ospreay when they were doing their early career in the Indy scene. Oh,
0: okay, so they, say, went so, um, say it went back to uh, 2002. Yes. Yeah, so Will Ospreay, as an indie star, and Mustafa Ali, they were both wrestling for Evolve?
1: I guess. Wow. I mean, it just, it basically was just a picture he put out there saying, in about a day, we do it again, and I think that's an incredible match due mm-hmm. to the fact that Will Ospreay's touch on how he is in New Japan. And then you got Mustafa Ali. He's basically doing a lot of incredible things on 205 Live. So, oh, yeah, he is. He is. Okay. Um, could
0: this be hinting towards a possible Cruiserweight Championship run for Mustafa Ali? Maybe. We'll, yeah. just, we'll just have to see. Okay, going to go more into the news here of today. says that Ronda Rousey uh, can't do certain trademark pro wrestling things. And she also quotes to say, I would love to, but I'm worried that a diehard UFC fan would get uncomfortable. And it says that um, she can't do a lot of things that she wants to do, which is, you know, certain trademark moves, maybe Rowdy Roddy Piper's signature sleeper hold because of uh, UFC fans. Um, I'll say this. UFC fans, uh, you know... We we, give you respect. I mean, we give you respect and we can coexist, but don't be so butthurt over it, you know? I mean, wrestling's wrestling. And actually, if you think about it, pro wrestling's got more in common with um, Game of Thrones than it does UFC it does. Am I right, though? I mean, the stories and shit. Wow. They do. What I'm saying is,
1: Wake and code You just t- pissed off a whole fan base.
0: What? How is that pissing off anyone?
1: Yeah. Tell me one reason how that's going to piss off the fan base with. Hey, you're doing oh, storyline and shit with it. It's not gonna piss off the WWE fan base, but UFC watchers oh, are gonna be yeah. UFC. UFC, uh, they don't
0: give a shit. No, they, they literally, literally don't. I mean, do. I'm I'm sure they'll be okay. I have some friends. Let me know. Okay, tell you what, if you're butt heard about it, send us a message. Okay, <laughs> just okay. I probably won't listen to it that much. And you know what? No, I will because I listen to all my all of our
1: fans. So and here's the thing, also with that, if you're gonna say it's gonna piss off the UFC fans, well, look about. Basically, look back on the early 2000s and mid-2000s. You look at Impact Wrestling. You know what they did? They traded some of their wrestlers to MMA fighters. You know that. Brought them over, showed them what they did, sent them back, and then literally brought them back in saying, yeah, we're going to take oh, over the whole wrestling business. That's when they, we're MMA fighters. Yeah. Bullshit. That was a weird story.
0: All right. Well, I think that's it for uh, news today in the pro wrestling world. So, um, we have a very special voice message sent in by our friend Bailey Robert Chandler. Um, of course, I have told you countless times how to send in voice messages. Uh, you can send us in, anchor.fm, and find us. Or you can just find us on CastBox. You can find us on Public uh, – I think it's called Radio Public. We're available on Stitcher. We're available on CastBox. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify anywhere so just go ahead and take a look and uh find us anywhere and uh we're gonna go ahead and show you what our friend bailey said and uh answer his question then we'll get started to uh to the mid-show don't go anywhere
1: dear talk is award this is bailey robert chandler will you go uncensored soon? like i mean with with language, please let me know. Reply. It is a family show. Can I say that Baron Corbin is a D word, or or can I actually say the that word, or just let me know. Bye.
0: Thank you for sending us your voice message, Bailey. And to answer your question, will we go uncensored? Fuck yeah! Yeah, We will keep it uncensored. We will not be silenced. We know the wrestling world inside and out. And we know that PG is just for WWE, you know? like we, We like to, you know, free range, you know, say what we want. Yeah, we're like all the other companies. We do E for everybody. That's what we do. That's what we do for team whatever you'd like you know uh so thank you again bailey if you guys want to find him he's a really cool guy highly suggest you check him out uh you can find him on uh the nomad family on facebook or you can just look him up on facebook as bailey robert chandler thank you again bailey and uh i do want to give a um i do want to give a little shout out here um this is a little personal though um my uh my cousin who is an indie wrestling star was uh just injured and uh um, he's going to be out for just a little bit not really sure what's going on but um did you say why or what's the reason some some with his neck but uh uh maybe yeah so, something like that okay. but um you know it's they're still trying to figure it out so uh Chris Smoky C if you're listening I hope you get well soon brother love you cuz and um let's see here uh Thank you again, Bailey, and I hope you get well soon, Chris. We all wish you the best of luck. Best of luck. Yep. All right. So I guess we're going to go ahead and move on to our two topics of today, submitted to us by via Facebook, um, the Ruthless Aggression Era. And we also got our best factions. So uh, what do you guys think for – the Ruthless Aggression Era. Do you guys think that John Cena's debut was amazing? Did you think uh people like Eddie Guerrero, JBL, or Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar, John Cena, whoever you'd like to Su- watch the Super City bitch. Yeah. Whoever you like to watch during the Ruthless Aggression Era on the WWE network, let us know. Send us a voice message. Or you can find us on our email or our Facebook. We got it all, man. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about the ruthless aggression era. Um, and for all you people that don't know, the ruthless aggression era, I believe, was good, I think it's 2002 up to like maybe let me just make sure here, yeah. okay? Uh, it's somewhere in between there, but um. course that's when uh wwf then went to wwe awkwardly because of some trade agreements overseas and they quietly changed their name one letter back but it instantly changed the pro wrestling world forever and now when you play 2k14 uh hulk hogan is fighting andre the giant for the wwe championship which is not entirely true but um the ruthless aggression era uh, was oh okay, it's right here. Two thousand two. I will have to say that Ruthless Aggressionaire was a um it kind was kind of success. It was a success, it was. But if you think about who started out there, you know, like um John Cena, you had ECW slightly making a comeback and making that one show that everyone kinda of forgot about. You had okay. people like CM Punk, uh Chris Benoit, Batista. Eddie Benoit. Eddie Benoit, what? Eddie Benoit, you, Eddie Benoit, you, wow, so you I said just, you I just said, said Eddie Benoit. Okay, Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero. and Correct Chris Benoit. Benoit. I'm
1: Jesus. I'm just I'm just a I didn't.
0: I didn't know. They
1: it's been a stressful
0: favorites. day. We've know. been doing this podcast. We we've literally tried this for the past three days, and we've only done five takes and. None I, of I, them have, have finished. None of them have finished. So hopefully Roughly. we're we're trying to get this one. Everybody makes mistakes, man. Just I know, but this is why plug. this is why I don't want to go live for several reasons because I mess up so much. But yeah. anyway, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, God rest their souls. Um they, you know, they got their they got a lot of their stardom from there. And of course, I'm not saying that because they did, but you know, they they had a lot of Moments that changed WWE forever within them. Like um, Guerrero winning the Undisputed Champion off of Brock Lesnar. Or Chris Benoit winning the World Heavyweight Championship off of Shawn Michaels and Triple H. At and WrestleMania, the And the Royal Rumble. As, as spot number one. As, as well. spot number one. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is um, it was a kickoff. Moments for me. Moments were made. But it was a kickoff for um, a lot of people's careers, yeah, is what bigger, I'm saying. the bigger black toe. Like, who, who ever thought that John Cena, um, some guy from West Newbury, Massachusetts, that just got out of OVW and was now coming in spandex, who ever thought that he would become the Dr. Thogonomics, like
1: and then, WWE Superman, yeah, and basically Mr.
0: Okay, yeah, that
1: guy, you know, <laughs> whoever thought. For Randy Orton to be the youngest world heavyweight champion yeah. in WWE In the history.
0: Apex Predator, yeah. Yep. Never thought. Okay, so what do you guys think about the Ruthless Aggression Era? Beefcake, what do you think? <laughs> um, I think, as you were saying, WWE had a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah. Because they had all the talent there. They started with Randy, Cena, Batista, Brock, Batista. Yeah. Everybody that we know now, was there, and that's... And Shelton Benjamin, Benjamin, a lot of of interesting people. So, I feel like that's kind of what started it, and Cena just coming in and pretty much beating the crap out of Kurt Angle was the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Very good insights from you, Beefcake. Uh, Switchblader, what do you think about the Ruthless Aggression Era? Any comments?
1: What do I think about it? I think it's probably... If you could go through all the eras right now, besides the modern day era we're going through, which is actually pretty good, I would say modern era is on the top list, but ruthless aggression era is up there also with that era. Because you, imagine this, you took that era and our modern day era and you put them into a battle. Who do you think would win out of that? With all the different styles, all the different names mm-hmm. colliding. A lot more
0: attitude back then, too, you know?
1: Yes. It would be very interesting to see, like, now a day John Cena versus his back-then self. And then you got different, like, Cephron say, going against Crispin Benoit or even Roman Reigns going against a young, mm-hmm. fresh Kurt wow. who was still in is yeah. best shape. Even though he's in good shape but still working on stuff. But well, keep in cool. mind he doesn't need to be in shape, dude. He wanna
0: like how he many gold medals with a broken freaking neck? He <laughs> want a gold
1: medal with a broken freaking
0: neck. And he is not too canny to remind you. So Go um again, what do you guys think was one of the um you know greatest moments of the ruthless aggression era. What do you guys think about the ruthless aggression era just in general, you know? Uh, just let us know. Okay, we're going to move on to our next topic of today. Spend it to us via Facebook again. The best factions. Um, so what do you guys think out there to our warriors? Do you guys think that um, Evolution was a great faction? Do you think that uh, the Legion of Doom? Do you think that the Road Warriors, Demolition, anyone, any faction you can think of? The Four Horsemen. Let us know what you guys think. Okay. Uh, Switchblader, you wanna go ahead and talk about your uh, favorite faction from pro wrestling history?
1: Does it have to be favorite faction? Uh well, I mean, if you want to talk about another faction, I I'm guess. we talk about several factions right now. My top five factions actually. Actually, can we move it on to just one? Sure. Okay, let's move it on to just one. All right. Everybody knows from the previous podcast I have talked about Bullet Club and the Elite, and I talked about several members from there. But I will have to say within a faction that has held its own, became its own thing, and has done incredible stuff. I will say the Bullet Club is one of the best factions I know. Totally. And the world knows due to their fan base, their merchandise, their incredible poses. Oh yeah, man. And just, you know, the story behind them. They and the championships, you know, they they you know, it's record holding. It
0: is record holding. You got people like the Young Bucks. You got uh, Jay White. You got uh, Hangman Page. You got Kenny Omega. Finn Balor, previously known as Prince, Prince Devitt. Yeah. Carl uh, Anderson, Doc Gallows. Yep. You know, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. You got so many people from all across the globe. You know, and plus their merchandise is freaking sweet, man. Yeah. I actually, I actually made a Bullet Club shirt in, uh at a mall that uh, cuz i didn't know this but in a mall uh in north carolina i forgot which one but um they had a kiosk where you can make your own t-shirt yeah yeah it was so fucking cool. cool so i went there and you know i couldn't really think of anything but then i saw the bullet club t-shirts that they had in hot topic i was like fuck yeah let's just i'm just going to make myself one so i made one and it was pretty sweet uh, i'll show you guys a picture of it soon okay um is that it for you, Switchblade? Yeah, that's all for me. It's okay, Bullet
1: Club for life.
0: Bullet Club, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and think here. Uh, tell you what, while I'm thinking, I'll just go ahead and give it to Beefcake. Uh, Beefcake, okay. uh, you have any favorite faction out there in the wrestling good. world? Uh, I think mine's going to be NWO. NWO. Wow. Very legendary. Yeah, legendary. They, they were kind of the first ones to kind of pop up and
1: Too speak their it. mind
0: about what they wanted and too sweet it yeah they yeah. they click man they did it man it's click the click the it yeah they um very controversial but um you know they they were pretty hard hitting you know they kind of shattered the glass that's so to speak and i think it's funny
1: how they would break up come back together then break up and then come back <laughs> yeah. together yeah make up yeah. your damn minds yeah come on. but um
0: you know, they got a lot of legends out there that was in NWO. People like Dusty Rhodes uh, for a short time. Um, Sting. Ke- Sting, you had Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Xbox, Big Show, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people remember that, but Shawn Michaels
1: mm-hmm. was in it. I watched that video, That's, that video. That makes now him... And X Pog, the oldest two members from D generation X to go cross cross factions right there.
0: Well, I I mean I guess they don't count it though, because he he only like showed up, but that's it. I don't think he
1: actually you know Oh he he worked with it. He worked with it when Kevin Nash brought it back into it and they brought remember
0: I gotta I gotta look that up. He I gotta start
1: watching more network. The literally the only person he ever kicked out of the NWO was Booker T and he super kicked him in the ring and everybody was like, what? But you could tell they were like, ah, <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> out. So, um,
0: very, uh, very observant of you. Uh, have anything else to comment on that. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Very good pick. Um, uh, when I think of factions, you know, I think of, I think of a lot of them. um, but when it comes down to it, uh, I gotta go with kind of the modern day era. Um, Wyatt family's gotta be up there as okay. one of my favorites. Um, I remember just seeing them debut, you know, in two thousand. I think it was either thirteen or fourteen, you know. And uh, Bray Wyatt just kind of dumped the whole um, I'm the eater of world. No, no, no. What was what was his name in NXT? Bray Wyatt. No, 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 no. Before that, oh, it was um, it, when he was a Nexus. Oh what was his name it was the weirdest name uh, ever but it it was husky harris or something uh, like that hang on look it up real quick look it it up up. but anyway um the wyatt family they've always been like so crazy you know always so what what's up oh oh my god no no way no Okay. um, That's it. Hold on. I'm stepping out. Oh, my God. (sighs) Tell them the excruciating news. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we just received news. Uh, Stan Lee has passed away. Uh, Marvel Comics uh, creator is found dead at 95, uh, 19 minutes ago. Uh, We're going to – oh, my God.
1: There there goes the phone. Franchise, there goes the franchise. Dude. We just lost. Oh my! One of our Mount oh Rushmore goodness. people, right
0: there. Oh my God, I'm I'm borderline tears right now. Okay, okay. Um, I want to cry. I don't. I seriously don't think we can continue on with the show for right now. I, so, we, um, we're gonna just go ahead and publish what we got right now, and uh, uh, we we'll can. we'll catch you later. uh Later this week, probably Wednesday. Um, we're gonna be talking about the NCC. Please don't miss Raw tonight. And um, remember out there, warriors, stay brave, stay strong. Thank you and goodbye.